0: Goff's 3-Minute is- Fire. Fire has been used throughout the ages not only as a way to cook and keep warm but also as a military tool. From building a fire to keep away wild animals to the nuclear age, fire has inspired and effectively destroyed armies. The ancient Greeks and one of the most feared weapons of all time in their Greek fire, capable of burning even on water. Scipio defeated Hannibal in the Punic Wars by lighting pigs on fire to scare his elephants. Mowgli used the red flower to tame the fierce Shere Khan in the Jungle Book. And the Finns? The Finns used the Molotov cocktail to devastating effect on the Soviets during the Winter War of 1939. Now my personal experience with Molotov cocktails is limited limited to one night when a group of childhood friends got together and my buddy Tommy chucked an empty beer bottle full of gasoline at a cinder block on a brush pile and we all watched in awe as it skipped so perfectly off that block and nearly burned my house down the night before my wedding. Now the Molotov cocktail has a much richer existence in the wars, riots and uprisings of the 20th century than that night behind my house in 2009 and this is what we're going to explore. Described by Christian Griebe, a military historian, it is the weapon of the poor man. There is also no recipe to it. It's an improvised bomb, so you can use whatever you can. Fairly simple. Che Guevara praised them in his book, Guerrilla Warfare, while Martin Luther King Jr. preached against their use. These bottle bombs usually adhere to a fairly standard recipe. A breakable glass container, usually a bottle, a flammable fuel, usually gasoline, combined with a thickening agent, such as petroleum jelly, to get it to stick and a wick to light prior to throwing. Now the best wick that we've come up with, which has a myriad of uses, the epitome of resourcefulness, and an added feminine touch to the rebel's arsenal, a tampon. The first modern use of the bottle bomb was in 1936, during the Spanish Civil War, when General Francisco Franco and his Nationalist Army fought the Soviet-backed Republicans in their tanks. They mixed tar, ethanol and gasoline in a beer bottle to make a sticky and flammable substance to fling at the invading T-26 tanks, resulting in a giant fireball in the metal skin of the tank. Soon after, the bottle bomb gets thrust into the spotlight in the early years of World War II. As Hitler and Nazi Germany begin their campaign for Liebensraum, they knew a fight on two fronts would prove fatal. German Foreign Minister Hakim von Ribbentrop and Soviet Foreign Minister Vyaslav Molotov meet in Moscow in August of 1939 to sign what will become the secret Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact, effectively dividing up parts of Poland and surrounding areas for the countries to quote-unquote share. The Soviets also get Finland, which they used to own during the Russian Empire. Known as the Winter War, the Soviet invasion of Finland begins in the winter of 1939. The Soviets begin by dropping cluster bombs on the Finnish troops. Over Soviet radio, Foreign Minister Molotov broadcasts to the world that the Russians are airdropping humanitarian aid, like food and some medicine, to the Finns. In response, the Finns begin calling the bombs Molotov bread baskets. And in response to the propaganda broadcasts, they prepare their own a, quote, drink to go with the food, and dub them Molotov cocktails. Bottle bombs to be utilized and thrown at the invaded Soviet tanks. The Finnish Liquor Company gets into the action. Alco produces over 450,000 Molotov cocktails for the troops. These incendiaries are a huge part of repelling the Soviet advance towards the Finnish capital of Helsinki. The Soviets eventually retreat, only to regroup, and take Finland, and the deadly winter war lasts only three and a half months. But during that time, the Finns make the Soviet Union pay dearly by killing five Russian troops for every one Finnish soldier killed. After this, the idea spreads across lines to both the Axis and Allies, both using Molotov cocktails before war's end. The British Home Guard were even outfitted with them. Since their introduction in World War II, they've been used in many conflicts throughout the 20th century and into this one. From the L.A. and Ferguson riots here in the U.S. to the Ukrainian Revolution, all the way to the Second Battle of Fallujah in Iraq where U.S. troops used Molotov cocktails to smoke combatants out of their homes. Fire will continue to play a pivotal role in our culture, and Molotov cocktails have cemented themselves as a valuable tool for the resourceful. Class dismissed. This podcast written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful Ward County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.